When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. I'm back, and we are live on the Fort Fightful Overbooked YouTube channel for another edition of Degrassi Dudes. I am here with the Spinner Mason to my Jimmy Brooks, Steven Jensen. How are you doing today? Doing good. Me and SP3 were talking right before the show here, and <clears throat> we were talking about Honorage um, for a second because... They were just talking about it, him and Jeremy, <coughs> right here on this channel. And we were like, we were just talking, and and he mentioned E, the character. And I was like, Yeah, I knew him from something else before Honorage, and 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 he did SP3 did also. And then we both blew each other's minds, like, yeah, happily ever after. Like, I remember watching that show all the time on the WB when I was younger and completely forgot that it existed for like the last 20 years until like just now. But I'm going to have to watch that again. Like, cause that was a pretty adult show. I feel like for like the time that I was watching it, I probably didn't like really understand really what I was watching. I probably just liked the whole idea because, cause we related it. Like it was like married with children, which was the show that I was familiar with because it came on before power Rangers. That's the only reason I remember that show. And, and then of course it had like Al Bundy and like, I remember, I remember part things about it, but then, uh, <clears throat> um happily ever after kind of reminds me also of alf because like the yeah. had, like the talking bunny and then like alf was like the little talking alien but both like a little puppet so man i'm having my mind blown this morning how you doing man <laughs> yo like when you when you because i i told him like i this i set it up when i was t- when we were talking about entourage i was like i only knew one of the guys before the show and i was talking about e and then i remembered i remember adrian grane from uh you drive me crazy with uh i always call her carissa space at all or our sabrina the teenage witch but melissa joan hart i do know her real name all elite, um, now. <laughs> all, elite now. All, all elite melissa joan hart uh yes she did he did that movie with her but the only person i really remember when i first saw the show was e from happily ever after because it came on after all my favorite shows on the wb like wayne's brothers and jamie fox and steve harvey and then happily ever after we come on and i call i told jensen i was like it was like the low rent married with children just with a talking bunny and e used to play the low rent bud bud bundy so it was like I remembered him vividly from there, so it was very uh, cool to know someone else that remembered E from that show as well. Oh my god! I'm actually I'm gonna try to pull a picture up real quick so people can know what we're talking about. Um, Absolutely, we're yeah, teaching so check- people all the things today on FMC. We talked about OC <laughs> along with Entourage, and look, look, we we got a couple of the regulars in the live chat with us already. We got uh Booter Dude, we got Sports and Things saying uh, Happy Friday, Degrassi peeps. Yes, it's Degrassi Friday. It's a Degrassi Friday, as usual, here on Degrassi Dudes. But yes, while Jeremy does that, we are going to be me, talking- Jeremy. 
Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. As Jensen, see the J's, the J's. <clears throat> yeah. uh, as Jensen looks up that picture of E, a.k.a. E from Happily Ever After, want to remind you to drop the thumbs up on this video, share it with your friends, subscribe if you are new to the Fightful Overbooked YouTube channel. Of course, you can also go over to the Twitch channels, Fight Talk underscore, as well as True Hill Heat Wrestling to go over and subscribe over there because we go live immediately following this episode of Degrassi Dudes on Fightful Overbooked over there for our post show where we will be watching some special E. Claire episodes, because on this edition of Degrassi Dudes, we're talking about one of the most iconic Degrassi couples. Yes, Eli and Claire, Claire Edwards and Eli Goldsworthy, E. Claire here on Degrassi Dudes. It's going to be yes. a wonderful day. Indeed, indeed. And I, I just realized as I'm getting this picture set up, I forgot to play the uh, <clears throat> the intro countdown for the show, but that's okay. Um so here we go. This is what we're, <coughs> I've completely forgot what this bunny looked like. But yeah, this is it here. <laughs> oh, oh they were like a crystal ball. I forgot all dude. What the what was her name? The the, the girl. Because I, I remember that she was supposed to be really big. She was gonna be really big, and she used to feature on a whole bunch of different other shows. Yeah, I have to look it up. This is gonna bother me if I don't uh it's like Nikki something. Well, I think our show, her name on the show was Nikki. But yeah, look at look Happily at, Ever After. I was like, what? Unhappily Ever After was the show's name. Oh, Unhappily okay. Ever After. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. I, I was like searching for Happily Ever After and it wasn't. Okay. Was it uh, uh, Tiffany? Tiffany. Yes. Yeah. Nikki Cox was a real name. Yes. Nikki yeah. Cox. There you go. There you go. She was supposed to be real big, but nah, nothing. Nothing ever came of it. <laughs> Man, what a just. My mind is just blown thinking about that show. Anyways, <laughs> we, ought, we ought to do <clears throat> we ought to do some sort of like review or watch along of like an episode of that just to because it would be like watching it for the first time. There was five seasons. There was a hundred episodes total. There was five seasons. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. There was a hundred episodes, five seasons. Please tell me they didn't have more episodes and seasons than the Wayne's brothers. Ooh, let me check. <laughs> your brothers. <laughs> we're happy, happy and we're singing and we're, we're colored. Give me a high five. Cut in print. That was so good. The way I remember my. uh I had a really good friend who didn't have cable growing up, and uh, he would always come to school talking about the Wayne's Brothers. And I was like, "What the hell show is this kid talking about all the time?" So like, I like went and sought it out, and I was like, "This show is incredible!" <laughs> like, I was <laughs> I was such a Marlon Wayne's fan as a kid. Oh like, my I thought God. he was the funniest. Yo, he was hilarious on this show, especially like the first season <clears throat> and stuff. I still remember wasn't wasn't the first episode with Gary Coleman. I think so. I think I think so. Like I remember that one. Yeah, John Witherspoon was, like, was on the show the whole time too, wasn't he? He was the, always the dad, like the whole. The yeah, whole yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pops. Pop. pop <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pop, 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 pop. He was so pops. good on the boondocks too. Just put him pops. Just, yeah, just yeah. that. <laughs> oh, dude, and, you'll 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 love hearing this. <clears throat> Sorry, I had a little cough this morning. The Wayne's brothers had one more episode than Unhappily Ever After. Five, five seasons, 101 episodes. So that thing seems like the bare minimum of these WB series guys. Y'all got five seasons, 100 episodes to get y'all stuff in, get it done. 
Oh, she wants to, Maggie wants to hear me sing. I was just reminded from Wayne's Brothers of my favorite song from the Wayne's Brothers. Favorite might be my favorite song from a TV show is when Pops revealed that he was a part of a 70s uh RB group and him and him and Sean and Marlon perform when my love goes bang bang bang. You better <laughs> run for trouble, you sweet little thing. My when my God. love goes bang bang bang, it's gonna be you and me again. Well, there you go. This is your Friday morning entertainment, everybody. Um Dude, so check this out. So, like, Steve Harvey must have done a little bit better than the rest of them because he got 122 episodes, six seasons. So he, he got one more than these other shows we're talking about. Steve Harvey was always an entertaining guy. I didn't like him quite as much as the Wayne's Bros, but it was also because, like, the Wayne's Bros were, like, younger and, like, I was a kid and stuff, you know? Um, I watched I watched uh, Steve Harvey's show for Bullethead and Roman. <laughs> Oh yeah, Bullet Bullethead used to be the funniest on that show. And then when they got um Lori Beth, when they got Lori Beth from all that, all that, that, yeah. that added some more humor to the show too. She, dude, did you see her cameo in Workaholics like a handful of years ago? Oh yeah, that was so funny. She's like getting stoned in like a hot tub with them, and she's like, "I got some vital information for you." And I was like, "Oh, this is so good." Um, <laughs> popped all the young young all that fans in there oh i forgot yeah. the, the funniest people on the show said and uh larita said and larita uh cedric the entertainer and his right. and the girl i think the girl, she was like working in the the school office that they were very funny jamie fox was funniest like the first season first like two seasons then it got kind of corny after a while but Jane, jamie's just whole interactions with braxton we're like the funniest thing about that show. Yeah, that's so funny. You, you know, this just because these. This is reminding me of so many just shows right now. Um, you watch we. I don't. I know we don't talk about much, but you watch Always Sunny, right? So I was oh, in Philadelphia. I've seen it before. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you ever seen that episode? Or well, they, they use this guy multiple times, but um, there's an episode where they try out for the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you have you seen no. that one? No, oh, dude, that you one. have to watch that like right after this. <laughs> but so they did. It's like they're trying to do like the movie Invincible, where like they're just gonna go try out for the Eagles at the open tryouts, and like a lot of the people there, like those people, they're like you know wearing capes and stuff, like like you know what I mean, like just like the biggest jabronis are out there like trying out for this team, and <clears throat> they part of the thing is they're supposed to get this big like seminar from Donovan McNabb, so this fake Donovan McNabb rolls up in like a little, <laughs> like it's like shitty Volvo. And like, you know, he gives a speech about like eating breakfast at McDonald's. Like it's clearly just like an actor doing a McDonald's plug. Like it isn't Donovan McNabb, but it's, it's Elvin from the Cosby show from like forever ago. And, oh, that's, who, that's, and that's who the guy is doing the fake McNabb. But the best part of it is like, the always sunny gang that's there is like, wait a second, wait, that's dude from the Cosby show. Wait, no, this isn't Donovan McNabb. Like they call him out for being the guy from the Cosby show because he actually is. And there's been multiple episodes that they've used him as like his character on the show is the character who played Elvin on the Cosby's. And he goes around pretending to be people like McNabb, Tiger Woods, Don Cheadle. Like he's constantly acting as other people, but he is the actor who played Elvin from the Cosby show. It's so funny. Like it's so meta, like, but it's yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's so funny. But uh anyways. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to get out of the way before we talk to Grassi. We appreciate everyone who's oh. in here right now. 
CM, you own, you rock in the live chat. I love you putting the full name. LaVita Alize Jenkins. Absolutely. <laughs> yo, that was my, like, my favorite character yeah, yeah. on the show. Her and Sed's relationship. That was relationship goals for me as a kid, man. That WB block, yo, that, that WB block is up there with the SNCC, with the SNCC block, is up there with the TGIF block. Like, people sleep on the WB block, man. It was a while that 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 little frog was like a big deal. The WB the WB frog, um, yeah. I'm trying to think. If there's anything else on that channel that were that were missing that like I was a big fan of. Well, I know a lot of people that watch. I know my mom used to watch like Buffy the Vampire. Slayer. Oh yeah, I never got into WB, that. Me either. Yeah, and, like Angel. I was never into right. that type of stuff at that time. So, wait, did WB become CW? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's... No, wasn't it? I get confused a lot. I don't know. Did the no, no, no. UPN, UPN, became UPN became, yeah, yeah, yeah. CW. And the reason I got that confused and I got that confused because UPN used to show a lot of like the reruns of stuff I had seen on WB. Before. Yes, yes, like, yes, yes. So UPN um, had the shows like Moesha, <clears throat> The Parkers. Um, Outside of that, I don't really no one on one was really good. One on one with uh Flex was really good. Flex was also in another one with um homie from different world. I think it was like space uh homeboys in outer space. That's what oh, it was. Wow. <laughs> okay, Deep I gotta cut. check that out. Wow. Oh my god. Deep cut Dude, right there. Let me know me. in the live chat if you know what <laughs> homeboys in outer space is. <laughs> I, I gotta look up the name the, the show real quick. I know the name of the show. I gotta see if this was on uh UPN because I'm pretty sure it was. And if you've ever heard of this show, I'm gonna be mind blown because I was the only person in the world that was watching this. I guarantee it. Well, um, I, I almost forgot the like my favorite show from the WB, and Maggie's gonna gonna love this because it makes me always sing when I bring it up. Dawson's Creek. Oh, I don't wow. want to wait for our lives <laughs> to be over. I don't want right now. I don't know where would it be. Yeah, I had uh, Char Charlie Conway. Uh, Charlie Conway. What yes, was his name? Pacey yes, on that okay. show? That was the whole reason I originally watched Yeah, I, I believe that. Let's I believe be that. I was like, Charlie Conway is in a teen drama. I'm watching it. <laughs> and then when you watch the first season and you see Charlie Conway piping the teacher, you like, yeah, Charlie. Charlie, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so tell me. This, this did air on UPN. It aired from 2004 to 2005. Less than a year. So it was a very small window that you had to be paying attention to know about this show. Are you familiar with <clears throat> Dance 360? Do you have Dance any idea what that is? Dance okay. 360? Or Dance yeah, I, I think it was pronounced Dance 360, but like that's how it's spelled is 360. Dance 360. What this was, was a... It was like trying to capitalize on like the popularity of, show, of movies like You Got Served. Where they would put people up against each other to like, like, like uh, break dance against each other and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was hosted by Kel Mitchell and Fred Rosar. <laughs> and and it was they, and so like it's Kel Mitchell just hyping up people, like just trying to get them to dance against each other. And the prizes was like so low budget. Like I'm reading right now, and I'm like totally mind blown just thinking about this stuff. <laughs> the winner would get. $360 like that like because it was dance 360 um and then 
either an Xbox, like an original Xbox, but this is like once the 360 is already out. So like you get an original Xbox, $360. And then like there was other like random prizes like uh, Boost mobile phones and uh, Fuse Sunbird scooters. You remember when all these reality shows used to give out sidekicks? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Like, the challenge did that. Um, uh, You you know what you remind me of with the low low price thing was uh, for, like, the prize winner was Yo Mama. You remember that? Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) On MTV. I got $1,000 of cash money. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Another another thing that they would always, uh, they would would give out Echo uh, clothing. Yeah. So, like, so, but, dude, yeah, because like, uh, like Nickelodeon, they had pretty cool prizes for kids. Like when you were a kid and watching it, you were like, Space Camp sounds pretty dope. Like, oh, okay. Like, I, I, GAC looks like fun. Uh, you know, uh, whatever little Yo, like keyboards they give out. When huh? you used to watch Double Dare with those prizes, that used yeah. to make you want to go on Double Dare all the time. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Even remember the Bozo show where they'd like throw the balls in the buckets, and then yes. like they'd get like a prize every bucket they made, and it'd start off with like Cracker Jacks or something. But like if you like made it all the way down, like you actually got something cool. Um, wow, this Yo. is so funny. Yo, Mama, I completely forgot that that show existed. Um, I I knew somebody in my high school. It was a few years later. We were in college at the time. He was like this kid. I won't say his name, but like he was this kid who was like very, very dorky, but like thought he was really cool. And I saw him like in the crowd in an episode of Yo Mama. Like he was like one of the people there that was like, like, you know, just hyping up the, the you know, from the outside, like in the circle. And I was like, oh, that kid's on Yo Mama. Like, like what? Um, but, uh, but anyways, that, yeah, that's uh, as a uh, CM says, yeah. That that show no. would just be like extra canceled nowadays. You cannot do that kind of stuff. Say the things that they were saying to each other. But uh, wow, what a freaking trip down memory lane we just took. Oh my god, that's too funny. Yeah, wow. So we can talk to Negrossi, but wow, I like yeah. Now I'm thinking about all these other shows that <laughs> I just haven't thought about in so long. We went on. We went on a ride, ladies and gentlemen, to start off this Degrassi dudes. But yes, we know we are here to talk about Eclair. I see a bunch of questions in the live chat. A couple of them about, uh, you know, what the roller coaster couple, as Sports and Things says, of Eclair. So we're here to talk about it, and we want to hear your thoughts in the live chat as well. So, Eclair, they meet in uh, season ten of Degrassi. Prior to season 10, uh, Claire Edwards is like a main, it's like, oh, oh, she starts off as kind of like a side character in about season, was it five or six? With this is just Darcy's being, sister, yeah. Yeah, the little sister of Darcy that has, wears the Catholic school uniform. Season eight introduces her going to Degrassi as a freshman for the gifted class along with Connor and Allie and KC. Uh, she goes through a whole relationship with like KC and then he gets stolen from her by Jenna. And then that brings us kind of into like season uh, 10, where in season in episode four, she meets Eli. He runs over her glasses because she just got contacts and he tells her that she has nice eyes and the love story begins from there. Yes, absolutely. And we're going to watch. Are we watching that episode 
yes on the watch along yeah so i've got that one ready to go um so we'll watch that this just popped me too you're you'll recognize that i don't want to wait from my fat but keep it to be over, over. yeah that's good stuff good stuff maggie um <clears throat> but yeah so like right off the bat eli eli immediately is into claire like immediately and then like claire it takes like she clearly is too but she's like trying to fight it she's trying to make it seem like she's not into him and they're like in class and and she is she's like talking to jenna or whatever and uh and even in claire's like oh this guy is so annoying and she's like you or she might be talking to ali one of the adam two. i think she was talking to adam at her oh. adam and eli are in the uh i think like english class together and that's how that, that makes sense yeah and like everyone can tell she's like really into him like they're like why don't you just like he likes you and like you clearly are like obsessed with this dude so like you know so they pretty much hit it off like right away but but yeah it all starts with that uh you have pretty eyes thing and then that was and then she starts wearing contacts after that the rest yeah. of, like the show yeah. yeah yeah he 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 inspires her um and then like they start uh writing together she helps him with his writing he helps her with her uh hers uh it seems i think they have to do like this project where they have to do like a, an interpretation of romeo and juliet and they kiss each other and claire likes it and thinks things are going to change and go in that direction but he has like this wall up and kind of pushes her uh back and then eventually he reveals that he's uh basically he got into a big fight with his ex-girlfriend and she went out on her bike at night uh you know riding her bike home and she got into an accident and she died and that's why he drives around his infamous hearse as a basically a reminder of the person that he lost yeah deep stuff deep stuff for me like, he, he's a very layered guy like uh you find out like you know later on he's he's a hoarder and a lot of it has to do with that situation like he feels like he's when he throws things away he's like losing them forever and like a lot of it stems from from that um and his parents are like the total opposite of him they're very like they're like radio personality people and they're like really like loud and like out there and he's kind of like a little darker and kind of quiet um so yeah there's like all you can tell pretty much right away there's like a lot of layers and then once again you find out more uh, along the way but uh but yeah i mean that was I've, i'll be honest at first i didn't think i was gonna like the eli character i was like this guy's gonna be like way too emo for me and yeah. then uh but then I, I he was a character that actually i thought i found like really interesting throughout throughout the show and then like, Claire also just like really evolves throughout it too. She goes from like really, really nerdy and like super conserved to like she changes a lot over time, uh grows a lot over time, like just like you know, as a person or whatever. So one hundred percent. I started I, I will I won't front. There are times like season thirteen, season fourteen, I really don't like Claire, and I think a lot of her decision making is very impulsive and it leads to a lot of uh bad situations. So I I I, I will I, I probably will uh talk about that as we go on with this E Claire story here. But I, I see a few uh comments. We got a super chat from uh oh, yeah. Bam who says was more of a Drew and Bianca guy. Great to all great day to all. I mean, let us know if you are more a Drew and Bianca guy, we could do an episode talking about Drew and Bianca. Cause they have their own drama. Uh, <laughs> especially yes. like season 11 on with, with them. So yeah, we could do a whole episode talking about Drew and Bianca as well. 
there's the start of their relationship is technically the like the basement at Agrassi, right? Like that was like the first time that they yeah, give, and then they wind up it, yeah. They don't kiss first. They give uh, she gives him <laughs> head in the basement of Degrassi at when he's going out with Ali Bendari. So Yep. He just couldn't resist it. Couldn't resist. Couldn't <clears throat> resist. But uh I also see uh Sports and Things says E Claire is toxic. <laughs> And and also, uh, but CM disagrees. Says Claire and Eli uh, may have had the least toxic or Degrassi relationship on Degrassi long term. Wow. I mean, let let's get into a couple of uh, I guess toxic situations that they had because as they eventually do get together, things are going uh well. But he still has this whole beef that started before their relationship with Fitz. And uh, Claire tries to kind of uh, separate things. Fitz also starts bullying Adam. Uh, Adam wants to get into a, a fight with Fizz. And uh, Fizz, like, uh, is about to, doesn't want to beat him up because he considers Adam a girl because she's transgender. And then he beats up uh, uh, Eli instead. Claire throws, like, a, a smoke bomb to get, like, everybody Sting out. bomb, yeah, yeah. Sting bomb, yeah. A sting bomb at everybody out of the school so nobody gets hurt. Uh, then it starts, like, the whole mystery of who did it so eli basically tells simpson that it was fitz that leads to fitz being more angry at eli so claire tries to smooth things out by basically going to the school dance with fitz but uh eli basically poisons fitz <laughs> when they're supposed yeah. to be on good terms and this pisses off fitz where he pulls out a knife on eli and uh stabs the wall to like get him scared and uh basically fitz is arrested he then comes back reformed and tries to make things right with him and Eli, but Eli's not trying to hear any of it. Claire is more receptive to it, but this caused like an eventual rift between them and Eli to kind of get the attention of Claire or make a grand gesture to win her back, basically crashes his hearse and winds up in the hospital, which is, of course, very dangerous behavior and concerning behavior. So Claire, understandably, ends their relationship at the end of season 10. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And and I, we talked about it before, but the the Fitz and um, the Fitz and Eli like rivalry there, there was there was like multiple episodes where like they just kept escalating. Like you did a good job summarizing like exactly what would happen but like just a little more context like there were there was like it went from like almost a fight between adam and fitz and then fitz beating up eli or like he punched him in the face whatever it was and then uh but that became like there were multiple times i could have squashed the beef and then like eli eli i think he was the first one to like go up to fitz and be like hey like, let's just, let me, let's stop this. Like, will you be cool with me if I get you a fake ID? And he's like, yeah, if you give me a fake ID, like, I'll stop messing with you. So Eli goes and gets him a fake ID, but purposely makes it a fake ID of a dude who's wanted for, like, arson or something <laughs> like that. So, <clears throat> so he, then he winds up getting into an intentional fight with Fitz, knowing the cops are going to come to break up the fight. And when they check their IDs, they think Fitz is this criminal. So Fitz gets arrested right there. So then Fitz continues to escalate it. The next time he sees Eli, can't remember exactly what he does. But then there's like, once again, it gets to the point that you had talked about where Fitz takes Claire to the dance as like a, like that's supposed to just end it. Like Fitz got his way, like whatever, he's a bully. 
not glorifying bullies, but it's one of those things where like Eli also like could have been the bigger man like multiple times and just been like, you know what? Like the past, the past, if he just stopped messing with me and Claire, like just, we, you know what I mean? Like you could have just been, been over with. And it finally looked like it was going to be over because like Fitz took Claire to the dance, Claire and Fitz, like they didn't like hit it off or anything. It wasn't like Claire was going to like leave Eli for Fitz. Like she was literally just doing it so that they would stop fighting each other. And then, um, and then right when it looks like things are fine because Eli, like they do a toast and it's like Fitz, it looks like Fitz is like just going to drop the whole thing at that point. And even Claire is, is uh, basically suspect to it all, tells them to switch, to switch cups. And Eli yes. knew she was going to do that. Yes. Eli premeditated the entire <laughs> scenario knowing that like, cause so what SP3 is explaining is basically there was, you know, uh, poison essentially in this cup. And then this cup is just regular pop or soda or whatever. And so Eli's going to drink this cup. Fitz has this cup. And, and Claire tells him to switch cups because she thinks that Eli's done something to Fitz's drink. So when they switch cups, now Fitz is holding the one with like the laxative or the Epicac or whatever you want to call it. And uh, so, so, but then that once again, that leads to, and this was actually a pretty, I'm not one. I am not advocating for people bringing weapons to school and like that kind of all like obviously, but it's one of those things where like he totally punked out Eli. Like Eli was on the ground, like but like fetal position in the corner because like he was so scared. And then Fitz, you know, didn't stab him. He stabbed the wall and was like, like check your pants or whatever. Like he like, pissed your pants. And at that moment, I was like, once again, n- none of this is like justified. But I'm just saying, like this is why you don't escalate these kind of things, in my opinion. Like yeah. if there's a way to make peace, you make peace. Otherwise, you like you know. You go to the, I, I hate to sound like a snitch or whatever, but like you essentially go to authorities if like things are getting so bad that like, you know, weapons are starting to get involved in that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, but it's, it was just one of those things where like at, at the end, Eli kind of got what he deserved too, because like he wouldn't drop it. He kept, he kept poking the bear. And then when, when Fitz was finally just like, you know, just really, really punked him out. And then it was like, damn dude, like this whole thing was just like ugly. And then when you see Fitz again, as you had mentioned, then he's like the reformed, um, like, oh, and by the CM's, this is a very good point. The Rossi authorities do suck. Like, you <laughs> go to them about all these problems, they won't do anything about it. So, like, that's that's a very fair point to make. And um, uh, Bam with a good point that the dance was where Drew and Bianca started there, too. It, it was uh, Vegas, the, big, the Vegas night. That's it was right. Vegas night. That Vegas night was very eventful. And then it gets brought up again in season 11. Was the Vegas night the one, like, before it happened like to, to get it to happen was that that like weird episode where like fiona dresses up like all sexy in front of like the like the the teachers or whatever because <laughs> yes, like, yes. she's yeah. drunk she's, she's, yeah. drunk and she's like yeah and then holly j comes in and she's like what the hell and then holly j, little mistakes holly j winds up wearing the same uh piece for sav and they're caught in the theater room at the vegas night like that's the three major yeah. things that happen is that the spits pulling the knife on Eli and um Allie and Drew being caught in the boiler room because Allie got $50 from Owen to go down to the boiler room with him. That's right. That's right. And that's right. Cause all the other, all the police have to come in when the knife is, it's known that, that someone has a knife in the school and then all these people get caught doing all this other stuff and in, in the rest of the school. And then that also leads to 
the next time the because that was like the end of the season or the ha- mid of the halfway of the season. Point, yeah. Mid-season so when it came point. back, that that was when because the end of that episode, I remember that's when Simpsons like when you guys come back to the school, you won't even recognize it. You're not gonna recognize. I'm like, why would you do this like a mid season finale? Why does it want to be like the end of the season? But well, this also, is, I don't... this is at the point where they're doing like half years like you're seeing half of one year and then half of another year in like seasons and stuff it's weird and i really i'll be honest i didn't like snake being portrayed as like the heel during like a lot of this because we had gone through so many years especially if you watch the original degrassi series like just so much of like and even on like the next generation all the stuff he had to go through with like like wrongfully like the wrong like you know like the sexual abuse like yeah. the the thing that he didn't do that like got him kind of like suspended from the school and his reputation and the cancer and like he went through so much and you felt so bad for the dude now it's like now he just looked at it as like this like the prick t- uh you know principal of the grassy who's changing everything because this led to them all having to wear uniforms and like they had to get like way stricter about everything and he took away like all of their clubs and it, it just kind of made snake look like a dick but at the same time it's like he's got to do what he's got to do there's he things have gotten too lax when like you know because that's the other thing about the grassy there's multiple basically the way that i watch this show is when you knew that a dance was coming up you knew something big was going to happen because yeah. like there was almost always something like super dramatic that would happen at the school dances on the show always they always had the the big moments oh we sure also got maggie with a super chat thank oh, you yes. maggie. thank you maggie much, much love maggie we always appreciate you for that but yeah the the school dance always marked something big it's about to happen or should happen during these episodes regardless of if it's for a certain character or overall with the school like with uh vegas night but continuing on with the eclair story we go into season 11 they are broken up and Eli is kind of like distant. He's to himself. And Claire doesn't understand like how he's acting like this. Um, and then eventually she finds Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's been diagnosed with uh, bipolar disorder. So he starts taking uh, medicine, his meds and everything. But then he basically gets uh, inspired to do a school play uh, during like the, I guess the theater class. He's chosen as the um, director and the writer. No, he's chosen as the writer of the play. Uh, Fiona is chosen as the director. Uh, and he basically turns it into his story with the story of E. Claire basing it on Vegas night called Love Roulette. But he goes through this whole, uh, he goes through a whole basically um, 
whirlwind of emotions during this whole process because he gets uh Imogen is introduced in this season and she plays Claire in the in the play and they start developing uh, a relationship together but really he's just with Imogen as a kind of a replacement for Claire uh we see like kind of his emotional breakdown towards the end of the play and everything like that so that's kind of like the midway point of season 11 where it's kind of Eli's got his own story going on, kind of just reacting to the breakup, while Claire is kind of using her stepbrother or eventual stepbrother, uh, <laughs> uh, Jake. Was, yeah. Jake as kind of like this uh, replacement and her rebound that she that she eventually develops real feelings for her, where she actually tells him, I love you and stuff. It's, it gets, yeah, it gets very, very weird as that story uh, transpires too. And that's a story within itself, but that sets up basically a love triangle of Jake, e, uh, Claire and Eli or love that's... ring tangle. If you throw Imogen in there too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that whole thing with, uh, because, because yeah, her and Jake were dating, and then, like, their parents were dating, and then they wind up getting married. So, like, they wind up technically being step-siblings, which was just very, very strange. At some point, I remember, too, like, Eli, I can't remember if it was before or after this, but I remember at one point, Eli is writing, like, these, like, really, like, bizarre stories about Claire, where Claire is, like, dying, and he's, like, dying with her stuff and she's like getting like really freaked out about it like uh like his writing is is, is very very out there sometimes yeah um like it's stuff that like i think is like really really deep like the idea of like being with someone like eternally forever and those kind of things like i, I get like where, where he's coming from with some of the stuff but like she's getting really freaked out like about some of the stuff that he's saying and doing and uh for good reason and, huh <laughs> I said for that? good reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, no, 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 no. I would be freaked out too because he—he's not writing anything about like he, like it was this. I just remember him writing something about uh, I don't think he said it was like her, but it was like clearly could have been perceived as like he was talking about her, similar to like this this uh play where like Imogen is clearly just that's Claire, like you know, so like um. Yeah, this this was all this was all just kind of weird. They're all they're both just kind of using other people to to like because they but they really just want to be with each other. Um, so yeah, that went on for a little bit. And how did the play go? I can't remember. Did that did anything um, dramatic well, happen there? I know Imogen doesn't show, so Fiona has to play the the Claire role, and then he like basically goes off script at the end and cuts like a whole monologue about this right. is not your life. You can't write a play about your life, and then he burns the script, and that's how the the play ends. And then that after the play, that's when his parents basically were like, "I I think we need to get you help now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they were like, you know, you know, I think I think we need to we need to work on that. So. Uh, that's right i forgot about that uh, yep yeah there was a lot of it's sad because like there's just a lot of stuff that eli had to deal with but like that was his way of like dealing with it was like his like art but like his yeah. art was like really scary to like everyone else so like yeah eventually his parents finally during this realized like my kids up here like really hurting right now like we need to we need to do something about this. So yeah. 
<laughs> so after he gets help, uh, he decides that he um he sees like Jake and Claire and uh, Claire have a fight in the hallway. So he decides to help them. Uh, he he basically uh starts working with Jake on this like sweat lodge and gets them uh into the sweat lodge where they profess their love for one another and they get back together and they're all good. Um. We also got in. He's also yeah. He's also there when uh, a yeah, whole bunch of other stuff. They they're talking about other stuff that has nothing to do with it here. But then eventually at the end of uh, season eleven, they kind of have this uh, reunion of of sorts. It seems where they kind of get back on uh, good terms with one another. Um, I do know. I believe at the like midway point of season 11, or I believe, yeah, the midway point of season 11 is when they have the, at I think, yeah, summer break, just before summer break, they have uh, Claire and Jake have like this big fight and Claire gets lost in like the woods. Jake uh, makes out with Allie at this like uh, ranch. Oh, this yeah. is th- one of the better episodes of like postseason 10 because they make it like a horror film. Right. And, and Marisol gets high. And, <laughs> and, that's, and uh, oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that was so bizarre. I was so confused because I actually just watched that recently for the first time this episode because I was like, that's exactly what I was thinking when I started watching. I was like, is this supposed to be like a horror episode? Because yeah, they go off to like this. Uh, Basically, yeah, they he they get in a fight. Him and Claire get in a fight, and he's like, "I'm just gonna throw a party at this like this like lodge that I have." And like they invite like everyone except for Claire, and then Claire still winds up going right with someone else. Someone else brings her. Yeah, she she winds up leaving with uh, Jake, and they give Eli a ride. Uh, like because the the scene ends with Jake driving off and Claire's in the middle of Jake and uh Eli, so it kind of gives you the whole visual of the love triangle. But eventually, I believe like they break up. Uh, Jake and uh Claire just like a few episodes later, and then um Claire is kind of on her own for the end of season eleven because no one wants to do the Degrassi holiday edition for the newspaper. So a lot of her friends that she's had fallen out with, like Casey, Connor, Jenna, Ali, decides to help her, and she needs someone for like the arts. And in comes uh, Eli to help her out as well. And then that's when you see like the spark starting to light up again between them and by the end of season 11 they get they kiss each other and then by the first episode of season 12 they're back together and that so my timeline is all screwed up like after a certain point this is all and you're probably getting to this soon but the when they're broken up they 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 meet again in like another city Oh no, no no no! This is this is a, a later a later uh, breakup. I'm, I'm okay I'm, okay 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 yeah yeah. I, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. Uh, but yeah, uh, they, yeah, they have a they they have a few on and offs to uh, say the least. Yeah, that's why I'm getting confused because I remember certain ones where they got back together, but now, but it's like they 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 broke up multiple times. So I'm trying to remember like what happened during which period here yes so. so season 12 is really um 
a clear kind of focused uh, season for much of it. Like, Eli has his own stuff. He has another play. That's when he comes up with Romeo and Jules. And to, to just really, really is just to F with uh, Becky because Becky is this religious girl who wants to also do the play. She wants to do Romeo and Juliet. So he turns it around on her and makes it Romeo and Jules to give um, Tristan the role as uh, Jules. And then, um, but Claire, on the other hand, while he's working on the play, he she's working with this famous writer and reporter, and she's like a big fan of him, and she kind of gets obsessed with him a lot, yeah, like talking about this. him yeah. too much, and they start making the hashtag what Asher says and everything because of what uh or things Claire Claire says, and it's all about like Asher and stuff, and then he eventually tries to come on to her. Uh, she thinks that it's all good when he apologizes, but then he eventually like tries to trap her in a car and tries to like molest her. She eventually goes to the higher ups, but he had already told them that he's that she's obsessed with him, so she gets fired from her internship after she had just wrote an article with him on the play that Eli did. So it's kind of like the secret where it's kind of like eating Claire alive. She starts drinking at school with, uh, with uh, Dallas and she even tells Dallas about the whole situation. This leads to a whole big fight at Fiona's between Dallas and the hockey team and Eli and J and Jake. And eventually like the secret comes out. He comforts her. Um, yeah, and then their breakup doesn't even happen from all of that in season 12. Their breakup happens when Eli is the one that finds uh, Cam Saunders after he passes away. He's the first one to see him in the basically like the woodshed of the school. And that like trauma just basically messes him up. Claire tries all she can to be like the comforting girlfriend, but nothing really works. And he just has to like break it off with her. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot to unpack with all that. Like, <laughs> like I remember that uh, that story. That was a creepy thing with uh, the the like the the writer that she was. Yeah. Um. Not cool. Yeah, that was wild. Um, because he that was part of it too. Was like he wasn't running her story while it was happening. He was like trying to use that as like leverage to like get her to like do stuff with him like he would like wouldn't run it and tell and then he eventually did right like but then but then that then it, she feels weird about it because it's like yeah this is you know now it's out there but like all this stuff that people don't know about like what it took to get this this thing in this you know written um yeah that was a really that was that was there's a lot of that on the show unfortunately a lot of like adults with minors like you know yeah. like which is obviously not cool but something that unfortunately is a real thing in real life so like at least this show like you know shows you the dangers of some of these situations at the very least like um because yeah that, that that thing with clear because the first time he does it it's like in the office like after hours he's like helping her edit it or whatever and then he yeah. kind of like kind of comes on to her and then she like he's like apologizes or whatever and then yeah they get in the car again and he tries to like lock her in the car and like it's like really aggressive and it was like yeah this is this is really messed up um and then super messed up too for eli it's like this guy who like death is like such a thing that he's always thinking about and like so kind of shook by and then like he's the one who finds cam after cam he committed suicide so it's like of course he's the one who finds him of all people like the the, the probably the last person in that school who like you know was like could handle seeing something like that so 
yeah, they're both dealing with like a whole bunch of stuff at this time. Yeah, this starts him on like using drugs, like first smoking weed, then he does MD MDMA and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's a it's a lot, and he just really can't deal with kind of Claire trying to comfort him and be there for him. Uh, then eventually, I believe it's uh, Connor who's uh, wanting for Eli and Claire to get back together while Eli admits to Connor that he still loves uh, Claire. And then it's eventually Connor who's like spilling the tea to Jenna and, uh, and Allie and basically getting them all uh, back together. So by the end of the season, season 12, uh, basically Claire decides because she's not with Eli anymore she still wants to go to like the end of the year the prom and she decides to go out with like some random dude from the school that she met at like a clothing store or something like that and he picks her up for the prom and this dude Eli is, is trying to win back Claire so this dude pulls up in a freaking horse and carriage because he says that she's a princess and he wants to treat her like such uh eventually they get back together at the at the prom they finally just uh say it because also because claire's uh date is uh is actually uh gay so that <laughs> she should have asked that before that just saying and um this is also the night where claire and eli lose their virginity they make love with each other so they're back together by the end of season 12. wow it took that long for them to do that too. I mean, I, I not not you know. I know Claire like, I I just forgot that like they went that it went that long before like they actually did, and it was both of their first time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, interesting. I forgot. Not not that there's anything wrong with that or anything. I just I I just because like Claire was very very like, uh, I don't know what the right word is. Very religious. Like when we first saw her. Um, and Darcy, you know, that was a whole thing with Darcy when she lost her virginity and that was, yeah. you know, not her choice. And like, it was, that was a really, really big story, um, for a while on Degrassi. Um, and I, I guess it is for, I completely forgot that that was, uh, that Eli, that was his first time too, but yeah. So, wow. So yeah, they, they finally, they finally, uh, they finally do that and then they break up again. <laughs> yes because uh at the end of season 12 is eli's graduation and then uh basically at the graduation this is when claire gets the text and she finds out that she has cancer right so so yeah then she goes through that at the beginning of season 13 she lets eli know eli is very there for her like i know at one point she tells him you know he's doing like an internship on a movie set and she tells him they stay there but then she spends her first day in the hospital and she calls him to come and the dude is already there it's like yo he pulled up again pulled up at the clutch moment so he's there for her and everything but slowly but surely he starts focusing more on college and so focusing more on the like, film projects that he's doing with his editor Lenore and this is where Degrassi kind of gets like you kind of have to watch the online stuff because they released like an online shorts of Eli at college that showed the Lenore. Lenore is actually never shown on Degrassi, the next generation proper. She's only shown in those Eli shorts. And they kind of show how their relationship like develops, how she really develops feelings for him. They only uh, kiss. They didn't do like anything further, but that leads to Eli and Claire's next breakup in season 13 when he feels like he uh, 
Claire feels like he's getting distant from her uh, and sees like he started like smoking. So she's about to like call him out on smoking. And he basically thinks that she knows about him cheating. So he meets that he, he cheated on her with Lenore. So then she starts getting closer to Drew and right after the breakup basically had sex with Drew at the school dance. Once again, at right. a school dance. Yep. <laughs> and Eli shows up at the same school dance basically like um confronting her on everything while like drew she wants to be with drew at this point she's just done with eli treating her bad and you know cheating on her and stuff so she wants to get with drew but drew doesn't want to feel like he's a rebound and basically turns her down so she eventually does get back with uh eli and I think they like break up, but she gets back with him. Like that, it's like a soft breakup this time when he admits that he cheated, and then she gives him like the official breakup, like over the phone. I believe it was. It was something like that, and then that's when he like basically shows up. They get back together at the school, and then no, I think they break up again after that. Uh, there's so many, so many confused. Yeah. But I think the the breakup happens over the phone, and then the part you're talking about when she goes out to New York for her NYU interview. They like spend the whole weekend together. He's there after her interview, and basically has like I, it's even the quote that's here for uh for. <laughs> for uh, Degrassi, for E. Claire, where he tells her, Claire Edwards, you're the most incredible person I've ever met. And I know this isn't how you plan for things to go. And I know it's scary, but I feel really lucky to be part of this journey with you. I love you and I'll always be here for you no matter what. Well, there you go. I mean, that's just another one of those Degrassi things. It's a TV show thing, but like, because like they ran into each other in new york it wasn't like they like planned to meet up she's just like wait eli is that eli just right there you know it's similar to when they're in uh in uh california for like the movie thing and like ellie just like runs into craig on the street you know like just in california like it's that you know, just it's kind of cheesy but at the same time yeah like eli like just straight up confesses that like he still loves her um yes and they but spend time together i i i'm looking at the eclair when they start dating that's not considered when they start dating again that's still they're still in this breakup term because she still has everything with uh drew and then she finds out with the call because she got checked because she ran into a poll in new york so she had to go to a hospital and basically oh, she finds sad. out the results from the hospital, it has nothing to do with her head. They tell her, congratulations, you and your baby are full health. Yeah. And yeah, so she's in a dilemma here where she spent time with Eli and Andrew in the night in the last couple of months. So she doesn't really know who the father is, but Drew was the last guy that she was with. So she assumes it's Drew. So she they admit everything to Drew. Uh, then Eli finds out and he's informed that she believes it's true. So he's like done with her. He doesn't want to get back with her no matter what he said before. He's like pretty much done with her. So she's going through everything with Drew, with the baby and stuff. And then they find out that the baby is like four months, uh, you know, old. So it doesn't work out with the timeline of when she slept with Drew and that the father is really Eli who eventually finds out and he has been a absolute jerk to Claire ever since he found out that she was having a baby with Drew. So then he has to basically get her to be, uh, to forgive him. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so much. 
So it's so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what you can really say to that. Like, it's like a Mari Povich type situation unfolding in front of your eyes. Like, uh, like she doesn't know who the baby daddy is. It can be multiple people. Eli is like the dude up on the stage who's like, it isn't my kid. It isn't my kid. You know it isn't my kid. You know it isn't my kid. And then it's like, you are the father. And he's like, oh. And the crowd's like, yes, we got what you deserve. Um, that's kind of that's kind of Eli in this situation. Like, I know it's not mine. And it's his. And screw you. And I want to be with you anymore. But it, and then it turns out it is his. Now he's got to, like, backpedal and, like. Bravo. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Ap- apologize. So, uh. <laughs> Uh, but anyways um so yeah so claire and eli uh they are pregnant what happens next so next uh yeah that's that's actually when he says that line i said uh before about claire not knowing you know what that makes more sense that he said it then when she's having a a baby uh (laughs) but eventually uh she loses the baby unfortunately uh but they're already like back together at that point so he's there to kind of like comfort her after losing the baby she's really unsure what she's going to do at the college because she's been thinking this whole time she's going to be a mother at the college so she kind of went against her you know she got accepted to columbia or nyu whatever which one it was and she didn't even accept it because she was going to be a baby and she had she felt like she had to stay in canada so she's kind of unsure but she knows she wants to be with eli in some way eli comes up gives her like he gets down on one knee before prom and gives her a key to his uh, dorm room to stay with stay with him in New York or apartment. I get, I believe he does get, and but she turns that down because she doesn't know what her future holds. She just knows that she does love Eli. She does want to continue dating him, but it might have to be long distance. And this time they swear and promise to each other that they're gonna make it work, unlike the last time. And that's how we ended when Claire gets graduated at the end of season 14. So that is the complete story of E. Claire. Yeah, so it's heavily implied that they wind up together. Yes, they're endgame. So, they're endgame. Endgame, yep. Very few endgames on, on Degrassi, but they are one of them. Um, Yeah, that's, I mean, honestly, they prob- that's probably, especially for an endgame relationship, once again, there aren't too many of those, but... That has to be the one that's the most just all over the place. Most breakups, most just shit happens with those yeah. two people. Yeah, because, you know, they're later on in the season. They they meet each other 10 seasons deep. So they have to do, like, different stuff to distinguish themselves and for us to call them an iconic couple. Because, like, you know, everyone fondly remembers, like, the first six to seven to eight seasons of Degrassi. And then, you know, the fan base kind of lowers as the seasons go on. But this couple is very important because it, it provided so much drama in those final five seasons. Yeah. Where did we rank them on the couples tier list? I believe, I believe I was the one that kind of put for them to be in the, the goat uh, couple. So, okay. Yeah. That's Yeah. Especially after this conversation. Yeah, they're definitely on the S tier for sure. Um, wow, that's... Yeah, I, I mean, you did a really good job uh, uh, taking us through that whole story. Because, yeah, there's so much to that relationship. And it's good that they wound up together because they were right for each other the entire time. Um, 
there's just a lot of roadblocks <laughs> along the way. But um, but it's good to know that they that they wound up together. And hopefully in this reboot, we get to see them together. That'd be really cool. That would be cool. Or even just like their cl- their kid. Their kid goes to Degrassi or something like that. That would be very interesting. And we got sports and things who's saying that we need uh Femigen and Drew and Bianca episode next. He's trying he's trying to get us to show love to those postseason 10 couples out here in these streets. Yeah, I think yeah, we'll we'll probably do Drew and Bianca fairly soon. Um we got some some others we can deep dive from like the earlier uh seasons. There's yeah. I mean, there's so was- many. I was going to suggest next week we do the the spiritual uh, parents of of uh, Eclair and we go Sema, Sean and Emma. Yeah, I like that. Okay, it's either going to be that or that we we're in the we're in talks right now with a potential guest. Um, That's true. And we don't want to jinx anything, but like it would be pretty much the biggest thing we could probably get on this show, maybe ever. Yes. Um, so. Uh, at least for me, and that might give it away a little bit, but um, but we don't know if that's going to happen next week or a little bit down the line, but we will have an answer soon on that. Um, but so we will either we'll either do Sean and Emma or we'll have uh, a, a kind of an interview with somebody that um, but anyways, the fact that that's even a possibility, dude, oh my God, I was marking out hard. And all this started from a simple conversation of us finding out that we both like Degrassi. We've we've come a long way. We're on the Fightful Overbooked YouTube channel now. And uh, we got a couple of our fans that are here with us every week. And we appreciate all of y'all sports and things saying Sean and Emma made the most uh, made the most sense. Yeah, we we, we do expect for me to rant a little bit about them not being in game at the end of their, their story. Well, in hope, you know, I don't want to give away too much, but there, I, 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 I'm interested to get some answers from some people on like whether or not they even thought that some of these were good ideas because, like Sean and Emma, it was very clear that they should have wound up together, but it wound up being Spinner and Emma, and like I, I, I feel like because I have heard some people from the show talk about how like they all just kind of wish that the Spinner and Emma thing just never happened because mm-hmm. it was just so random um yeah so yeah there's sean and emma is that's one of my favorite couples like in the history of the show so that's that'll be a really good one to to talk about next week once again if we don't talk about it next week it's for really good reason because we it may be someone on here but well if not we'll do hopefully within the next two weeks we don't know what order it'll be it'll be interview with this mystery person and sean and emma uh relationship we'll we'll do those over the next two weeks uh, assuming that we do get this this guest on the show soon so fingers crossed fingers yes we promise it will deliver we'll deliver on the hype it's it's like we're doing the tony khan announcement we promise i know Um, but it is it is one of those things where like i showed you the dms like i you know like it's it's a it's a very big possibility and we're just hoping it happens as soon as this week but uh it is a tk it, I, I would not over. I would not hype this if this wasn't like either a possibility and or something big. But like, if you're a Degrassi fan, this person, like, this is this is TK hype level, announcement level stuff. Like, this is something that will put our podcast on like a completely different level if we're able to 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 get this person for a show. Absolutely. So. 
Yeah, absolutely agree. So I'm looking forward to whatever happens in the uh, next two weeks for Degrassi Dues, but we hope everyone joins us at 10 a.m. Eastern Time right here on the Fightful Overbooked YouTube channel next Friday. And of course, you can also, if you got time, jump on over to twitch.tv forward slash fight talk underscore and twitch.tv forward slash true heel true heel heat wrestling and you can watch our post show where we're gonna watch the first episode where eli and claire met in season 10 and one of their their bigger breakups i believe in season 13 so kind of give you a a range of emotions there you get to see them get together and see them break up because that's kind of the story of eclair Yes, yes, ZP, as EC3 just said, EC3, e, EP, SP3, Jesus, dude, what the hell? What the hell, man? I'm getting all tongue-tied. Um, but I, I'm also reading comments as I'm yeah, talking. That's I, I do want to mention from Carlos, yes, we know we. it's a sad week, ladies and gentlemen. Degrassi is no longer on YouTube. There are select episodes. I found I found a YouTube channel that did have select episodes, and I was binge-watching all the episodes that were still left on YouTube. But the episodes that we did pick out, Jensen has already downloaded, so you can just go over to, to the two links that he just posted on the fight, Fightful Overbook uh, link, the twitch.tv forward slash fight talk underscore or true hill heat wrestling and we will watch it together we're gonna have the video on screen with the volume so you can watch it with us yes and uh just so y'all know you degrassi fans out there uh as carlos mentions here um they are on tubi still for free and they still are on pluto tv like they still have the pluto tv channel um just a heads up allegedly there is a website it's very easy to find allegedly but like you can download stuff from tubi so like if you're afraid of like these episodes disappearing or those episodes you really 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 want to make sure you can watch whenever jump on tubi they're all right there and there's it's there's it's it's yeah. easy to download those shows if you never want to lose them so that's what i've allegedly maybe have done for our watch alongs um um hey that said I'm still going to be watching on HBO Max when they're there. Like I'm, we're still supporting me and SP3 are still watching on HBO Max, yeah. but, uh, but we got very used to be able to watch these on demand on, on YouTube. So like, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. Like Tubi's got them and there's ways you can save them. So, uh, so yeah, do that while you can <laughs> before they're gone from everywhere but HBO Max. Cause I'm assuming that's probably what's eventually going to happen is it all just go to HBO uh, soon enough so yeah if i believe they said sometime this month actually they're gonna be up on uh hbo max so yes it's not on youtube anymore but hbo max is not that bad of an investment got euphoria as well because degrassi walked for euphoria to fly and That's i just everyone says two. the only reason i haven't gotten into that to be completely honest is because degrassi like there was you know so many episodes for this stuff to develop isn't that show like two seasons in and I'm hearing it's like already, it's like everything's already happened within like, within like two seasons. I think they left a lot, especially at the end of season two, they left a lot that they can get into and explore with the different characters. But yeah, it is a lot going on and it starts, it starts already like at 10 and then goes up to like a hundred. So yeah, it's an interesting show to watch for sure. Yeah. I've considered it. We'll see. Maybe. That's it. But anyways, Maybe. we'll see y'all over on Twitch P 
here in like five minutes. We'll be on. Yes. There, so. And at one p.m., you know, you got two two options. You can do you could do watch either Jensen over on. Uh, you're gonna be with Jesse, right? Yeah, we're we're trying to. She's on. She's literally driving to Orlando right now for Revolution, and as nice. long as she gets in town and settled by one, we're gonna try to do a, a prediction show for Revolution at one o'clock. Yes. Or you could go over to True Hill Heat YouTube channel. We're also going live about 1.05 p.m. Eastern time with our preview and predictions. Myself, Romeo, Josh, the whole gang. If you're a part of our Patreon backers, you can put your picks in there as well. So you got a lot to enjoy on YouTube and on Twitch. Join us on Twitch. We'll be there in about five or so minutes for our post show to watch some more eclair but thank you everyone who joined us on this week's the grassy dudes remember to drop a thumbs up on the video share it with your friends subscribe if you are new to the fightful overbooked youtube channel and join us right back here next week on the grassy dudes 10 a.m eastern time every single friday for steven jensen it is me it is me your true phenom sp3 and this has been the grassy dudes cut and print beautiful guys dynamite <laughs> say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.